0: Welcome back to The Watch List. I'm Nicole Petaledi, it's time to talk EVs. Our panel is ready. Zeno Mercer is with us, research analyst at Robo Global, and Kevin Green, senior markets correspondent at the TD Ameritrade Network. Thank you both for being here. So Zeno, these car makers, the EV makers, there's been a serious race, a lot of excitement, sometimes even production that beats the estimates, but certainly um, some hurdles too. Where do we stand in the race for EVs?
1: Well, you know, kind of taking a step back here, and, and you make a good point, I mean, you obviously have growing demand and government backing um, incentives in place to to produce and manufacture and buy these vehicles and deploy them from both an ESG perspective and obviously, and uh, increasingly, once the infrastructure is in place from an economic standpoint. Um, so where we stand, um, obviously, you've got You know, in the U.S., you've got Tesla and, you know, at the forefront, but you have other companies, too, like Ford. You know, you've got Volkswagen coming in to build in the U.S. You actually have it's actually many, many players in the space, Um, though, you know, EVs just represent about 5 percent of new vehicles sold, uh, you know, in in the mid-mark of 2022. That number is, you know, expected to go up significantly over the decade, whereas, uh, you know, in China, they represent, you know, according to a new strategy and report, about 73 percent of total uh, EV sales in the in the world, so we're way behind um, in to- in terms of deployment here. But it just kind of sets the stage for you know I think your your last guest was talking about things that are being made, and 2023 is looking to be a year where things are being made, um, and the things being made are the plants to build these vehicles that will be purchased in 2023 and beyond. Um, so I'll pause there and and let. Uh, uh, I forget his name speak.
0: (laughs) Kevin's gonna jump in and tell us about some of the constraints. And um, you know, there were supply chain issues. We talk about subsidies that were helping things along. Um, Kevin, your thoughts and response.
2: Yeah, definitely. I do believe that we see uh, a significant amount of growth within the EV space, obviously. Even if you look at Ford's earnings that we saw last week, uh, they already pre-announced about 100% uh, year-over-year growth when it came to EV orders themselves. And yes, they are ramping up as well as Tesla and some of the other automakers that are out there. Uh, some of the bigger challenges though is still going to be from the commodity standpoint, lithium. Lithium prices are still uh, seeing record of high prices at this point in time. It has not come down. Uh, You're trying to see uh, more and mining out in China, but it is a little bit dif- difficult when you try to mine for lithium. It, it's a, it has a huge uh, environmental impact uh, for the community here. But I do agree that growth is going to continue to grow, not only within China, but within the United States, as we have a small fo- footprint at this point in time. Even if we have a s- economic slowdown as well, uh, consumers seem to be all in when it comes to the EV space. I think we need to figure out the infrastructure portion as well. Uh, yes, we do have charging stations that say like a Target, or some other places, but we definitely need to see that type of infrastructure grow. And I'm not sure how we can incentivize, uh, you know, automakers or you know companies like Tesla to continue to grow those type of operations. But once we do find that particular mix, I think we have a gr- huge amount of uh, upside here when it comes to the EV space. Our margins could still uh, stay pretty uh, wide as well as there's only a couple of automakers that can actually generate and create these EVs at scale. I would say Ford. I would say Tesla as well. Maybe GM to get in that space. I'm not sure the uh, infrastructure that's in place for Volkswagen as far as here in the United States to get them shipped, but there's definitely a lot of growth uh, within this space uh, that we probably will see for the coming years.
0: Right. Understood. And and Zeno, you were talking about the way to maybe get into the group. You know, Kevin mentioned a leader, which is Tesla. But you said the way also to look at this might be looking at the computers, some of the components, some of the technologies that go into these vehicles. Tell me about some of the names that you think could be winners going forward, Zeno.
1: Yeah. So kind of alluding to a point I made earlier about, you know, the incentives to produce in the U.S., um, the Inflation Reduction Act put forward a lot of, uh, you you know, Points and uh, requirements for you know battery production and manufacturing the EVs to be made in the U.S. Um, so right now we're seeing a lot of reshoring, uh, both the retooling of existing plants to convert to EV as well as new plants for battery production and EV production. So while there are lots of players coming in to try to compete, prices will go down in EVs across the board. That's for you know you can you know I'm not going to say that's a given, but you know, there there are input costs, but these input costs and battery efficiencies and things are going to improve. But one of the areas where you're actually going to see revenue accrue in the next year is the deployment of robotics technologies to make these cars, but also the components that go into these cars as well, no matter who the manufacturer is. Sure, they can pick, you know, from different pieces, whereas, you know, somebody might buy Qualcomm for their dashboard and, you know, a computer processor, whereas another group, you know, like Tesla might do it themselves. You are going to see increased... Know, purchasing of companies like Ambarella, um, you know, the computer vision the inside of these plants to inspect the parts to make sure that they're being manufactured correctly. I mean, a mistake can co- cause a recall, right? So, uh, or worse. And so the, these production timelines yeah. and scalability are very important here. So companies like ATS, automation, IPG photonics, which are involved in the welding are very important too, uh, as well.
0: Yeah, thank you for that. And uh, final thought here, Kevin, you said some of the forward multiples may still be high. Um, Tell me about that, Kevin, quickly.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you look at the broader market compared to, I mean, we're in a new space right now, so trying to figure out a Ford multiple for, let's say, Tesla or even a Ford uh, for that nature does become a little bit difficult when we talk about the EV space. Once again, we are trying to figure out what are the margins going to be, what are the costs going to be. Uh, We just talked about onshoring some of those battery components and trying to make them here. That is going to draw a a higher cost, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. here. So uh, how much is a premium worth for a brand, I think, is going to be the biggest concern. And that's why we have these wide ranges of price targets for Tesla from $1,000 down to $25.
0: Zeno Mercer, Robo Global. Kevin Green, TV Ameritrade Network. Thank you both very much. A great, important conversation. Thank you.